Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 one and all, to the first video, the first recording of Campaign 2. Explorers of Elsewhere, Elysia Rising. We are here. It's happening. We have dusted off the character creation backgrounds, and we have a a plethora of lovable scamps here ready to tear up an already destroyed city hello i'm dm dan uh and welcome the the five of you to yeah the new campaign um just uh, the, there are some new faces uh to the main channels but everyone here has been in explorer's video at some point um but uh we're hi nate hi <laughs> hi meg <laughs> Hello, I'm back. <laughs> She's back. Hello, Julia. Hello. Uh, and hello, JC. Hello. Hello, and hello, Errol. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Um, yes. Uh, brand new team. We've only got only got one veteran from uh, from campaign one. Um, so it'd be good to see uh, all of the the, the weird and wonderful craziness um, that we're. You know, all these new faces are going to bring to campaign two um because it's not just a new campaign it's a new system as well we're running blades in the dark there is none of this roll 46 drop the lowest tomfoolery no we have hard pips and stats from blades of the dark um i'm excited for this are we are we all excited or is this going to be a really really short campaign excited definitely yeah. excited amazing amazing um so yes just to very quickly uh, re-highlight uh campaign two uh explores of us where elisa rising is going to be using the blades in the dark system um i mean i definitely kept that under wraps over the past few months uh no one it was a surprise to everyone involved um yeah, we only just found out tonight. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just pulled the pulled the game system out of the hat. Uh, no, so, so we're going to be running Blades in the Dark. Uh, for those who have watched other things on the channel, um, anyone who's been tuning into the Shadowrun uh, campaign, which wrapped uh, on New Year's Eve, um, very, very similar, albeit uh, a fantasy version. So um, we will have a plethora of five... Uh, yeah, lovable scoundrels um, desperately clawing their way through the muck and filth of the lost city. Um, it runs a bit quite quite differently to to D and D. Uh, it's a lot more. I would I would say it's a lot more fast paced, a bit more narrative. Uh, time is not linear in in Blade of the Dark, is it? If if you like your your heist TV shows. Um, then or heist films then it's going to have a very very similar feel to it um but enough about enough me talking and enough waffling uh, we're here to make some characters um we've already done a little bit of legwork in preparation for this but uh there's still some question marks on these character sheets that hopefully we're going to get resolved tonight so who's who's feeling brave who wants to be the first to put their head above the parapets come on then come <laughs> don't on then, all I'll... rush don't <laughs> rush come on then i'll go first okay hello mate hi hello. um so 
yeah, you're going to fundamentally be our guinea pig. So, um, Blaze of the Dark, everyone has a scoundrel. Um, if we were talking in D&D terms, basically it's oops or rogues, um, but different flavors of. Um, we don't have classes. We have playbooks. Um, so we also have, however, because it's not in here, because uh, this is elsewhere version, we also have lineages. So, um, Nate, paint me a picture. Uh, which lineage, playbook, uh, well, yeah, what's your lineage and playbook? that you're, so, you're thinking for your character so the lineage i'm going with so the lineage is the the elsewhere races if i'm yeah. correct um so the lineage i'm actually going with is a dragon scent so Ooh. as people if they watched the first campaign there was only one dragon scent in the last campaign <laughs> which i'm not i'm not spoiling but you'll be able to notice him you'll know who he was um, did nothing wrong he didn't <laughs> um but yes that's i'm gonna i'm gonna take a, a stab at giving that sort of uh lineage a go okay. um regarding the playbook mm. um i'm gonna go with a slide so a slide is the more sort of kind of charismatic uh weaselly wants you know sort of is is the the kind of character that sort of you know gets in with all the like uses a lot of charisma and things to sort of get what they want um they're sort of like a spy uh they're sort of like a bit of a wormy character that will just try and get things out of people uh like the, the the social sleuth yes yes exactly i was yeah. struggling to find words for it. <laughs> thank no. you um so you're able to get into places you're not supposed to be through uh, words from your silver tongue. Yes, that is that is my that is my goal. Amazing. Um, okay. And regarding the background, I think yes. we spoke we spoke about the background. Um, yeah. So just uh, to quickly uh, run through that um, backgrounds, pretty similar to how they operate in D and D. Uh, there are a kind of prescribed number that the Blades in the Dark rules offer us. Um, we've pretty much all gone for them, although it's more kind of informative, if anything. So, yeah, what what was your what was your background? Um, I think, if I remember correctly, it was underground. I was going with um, underworld. That's what it's called. Underworld. Sure. Yes. Um, and so, underworld are sort of like the the criminals, the you know the the more of sort of like the common folk who didn't really more sort of involved in sort of like the underworld crime sort of sector not necessarily well we're all criminals at the end of the day mm. but um sort of in that sort of sense yeah so very much um yeah like an outcast growing up mm. the, growing up on the streets and not not fitting in with the status quo okay so yeah we we're we're tagging underworld any particular flavors of of underworld that you're thinking um not particularly that I can think of right now. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like from what from what I've got in my head, it's very much not. So he grew up in the underworld, but he um, he wants to very much be part of the underworld and very much involves himself in um, in the sort of underbelly of the city that we're going to be in. Okay, very very good. Okay, so we've got a dragon scent slide. Uh, who with a background in the underworld? Uh, very good. Uh, I'm going to go 
clockwise around the screen. So, hello, Mog. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi there. Um, hello. So, uh, last time round, you helmed a uh, a keeper, a keeper druid, keeper. A keeper druid bard. Well, got... keep druid bard, and then things happened. No spoilers. Yeah, got quite poorly, and, and got being, better. Yeah, yeah, and then kind of yeah. Ooh, spoilers. Um, but yes, keeper, keeper druid, and this time I'm going mm -hmm. com almost complete antithesis to that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going for a wolfkin cutter. So that's my lineage and playbook, respectively. Please tell me all about Cutter. What is that? So Cutter is your your fighter, your muscle, mm. you know, is the, the person who both asks and answers questions with their fist or with some sort of weapon. But I'm mainly going fist. Sure. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So a Wolfkin Cutter, a Wolfkin um obviously there was the whole uh, village of Ekabosdir, um a very kind of passionate and uh quick to emotions kind of group of people um where did your wolf king cutter come from what's their what's their background well their background is labor because you know okay. they've got to have they've got to develop all those bulging muscles somehow right so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, going labour. So if you've played like Blades in the Dark before, think more like labour camps and workhouses, mm. sort of. A servant, you know. a factory worker, a coach driver, yes. etc. Mm. Very, very good. Okay, so uh, we know she's polar opposite to Addy. Yeah, um, you know, if 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 Addy was the the gentle giant, mostly. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my new character is more the sort of hot-tempered, scrappy type. Very nice. Very, very nice. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, moving on. Uh, hello, Errol. Hello, hello. Um, hi. Hi. Uh, well, welcome. Hi. Welcome to the Thanks. Explorer's main campaign. Um, which uh, lineage and playbook are you blessing us with? Uh, I am playing a goblin. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I'm super excited to play uh, a goblin. Um, Immediate favourite uh, character. <laughs> You're all my favourite children, don't worry. But also, than anyone there, else. There are no favourites, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and my playbook is uh, Uki Spooky Whisper. What is so Uki and Spooky about Whispers? Um, I guess you don't. Ha they don't have to be ooky and spooky, um, but they are uh, supposed to be somewhat more aligned with and attuned to spirits or the mm. arcane of some description. Yes. So the the weird stuff that's going on. Sure. So yes, um, as we found out from the uh, from the trailer, um, Alicia finds itself in a bit of a predicament, floating through the uh, the void. Uh, like a sea, uh, an endless sea of souls, um, protected by uh, a large uh, kind of magical sphere, um, and we'll find out that, uh, like as the campaign goes on, uh, that arcane magic uh, is it is it isn't what you'd use as your icebreaker in a in a social environment, is it? Um, 
But yeah, so it'd be interesting to see. Like Whisper is basically the spellcaster class for Blades in the Dark. Um, so that'll be very, very interesting to see. Um, what background are we thinking? Um, if I remember correctly, I think we settled on Underworld, although we mm. had a little bit of discussion about possibly trade because there's like the far background and then the most recent background, which is more yes. Underworldy. So. Sure. Um, I mean, well, I, arguably either or I say it's it's more background is more informative for um, like character development kind of thing mm. um so i mean yeah we could say trade or underworld obviously uh we know what underworld is trade a shopkeeper a merchant a skilled craftsperson etc um but i mean what 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 were you thinking for uh the background like why what what is it that might make it like one or the other is it purely pre and post banff i yeah it's yeah i would say it's pre and post banff but i would say like It'll be, for me, it'll be interesting to see for the character whether there is more embracing of the more recent underworld kind of happenings, or maybe there might be a circling back to some of the tradesperson origin. You never know. So sure. we'll go with underworld for now, and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, we'll go one back. I'll do underworld slash trade. Uh, Marvellous. Uh, swinging to the other side. Uh, greetings, JC. Greetings, Tom. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, once uh, gracing our screens via Brindlewood Bay, um, as I understand it, uh, your Camping 2 character is somewhat different to... <laughs> to a little Northern Bay Irish character. nana, yeah. Yes, just a, a, a little a little bit of a, a little bit of difference. Um who, what is the lineage and playbook of your character? Um, so I'll be playing an Aesophar, who are quite similar to the elves of standard Dungeons and Dragons. They live a long time. He's from an awfully privileged background. Yes. Um, although something slightly different about him is he is also what's known as a Sanguivar. Yes. Um, he's found himself amongst a minority of Aesophar who have been afflicted mysteriously with red eyes. Yes, so... With, with piercing blood red eyes, uh, yeah, we'll delve into uh, the mysteries of the Sangravar and uh, what that means for the, the, the Sangravar, the, the, you know, the Ace Far known as Sangravar themselves and everyone around them. Um, yeah, okay, so uh, a red eyed Ace Far, uh, mm -hmm. and what playbook? I am going to be playing the Spider, the devious Sp mastermind, the organizer Ooh. of crime. Okay, you are the the man in the chair. <laughs> the person who puts the plan together. Yes, And the, the beautiful thing about Blazing the Dark is that you can do it in post, essentially, via the use of flashback. Yes. So, yeah, that's one of the things I'm going to be really excited for is um, because the game is so kind of fundamentally kind of heist-driven and there's scores and missions and that, um, one of the mechanics is that you can pause the action do a flashback. Uh, and then you know, roll some dice, and that may well change circumstances in the future to allow you to continue on, or add another kink in the plan, uh, which is always fun. And yeah, Spider sounds like they're really, really good at that. Um, okay, so a Sangravar Spider. Uh, what background are we thinking? I am going for a military background. Okay. Um, he is a former intelligence officer who has spent a decade or so of his life 
uh, in the foreign field um, as, a, as a spy, essentially. Sure. Um, we've, I, I know we've kind of quickly discussed it, but yeah, from a, from a setting perspective, um, you would have been on the side of the divine, uh, a spy for sort of like Aya's side, so spying on um, like the arcane legions. And yeah, back in uh, back in Alicia when it popped out of existence before uh, the war ended. Very, very interesting. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, and last but not least, hello, Julia. Hello. Hello. Um, so certainly not your your first foray on main campaign, but uh, welcome back. Uh, we, we missed you from Cormier, from Cormier times. Um, What's your character? Um, so I'm also going to be playing an Ace of R, although mm-hmm. uh, not one that has been afflicted with the red eyes. Sure. Um, and the playbook I have chosen is the Lurk. A Lurk. That sounds ominous. What does a Lurk do? A Lurk is kind of like, a, well, it can be a few things. Uh, it's the, the sneakiest probably of, of all the playbooks so the rogy rogue the rogy rogue you know the cat burglars the assassins that, that sort of sure. ilk um the person who puts puts on a dark cowl and leathers and tries to creep into play infiltrate and all that sort of thing sure. the expertise stealth takers wonderful okay. yeah amazing okay so you're an ace of our lurk and mm. what background do you think of so I chose a sort of nobility background. Okay. Uh, so this is this character um, is part of a noble family, but for various reasons has chosen to has learned various skills throughout, uh, sort of on the quiet throughout her her growing up, her life, and has begun uh, running with a crew, um, sort of moonlighting almost. As um, as a sort of criminal type, uh, for for reasons of her own, which uh, will become apparent. Wonderful. Okay, looking forward to that. Um, okay, amazing. So, Dragon Sense Slide, so the, the Charmer, uh, a Wolf King Cutter, the Muscle Mummy, uh, <laughs> Goblin Whisper, uh, the Kooky Cutie, uh, the Pragmatic Ace of Our Spider. Uh, and a sneaky, sneaky Ace of our look. Wonderful. So, each of the playbooks um, gives you a number of action points, um, which you are, are basically your kind of uh, attributes. So, if we to compare to D and D, like that would have strength, dexterity, constitution, so on and so forth. Um, in Blaze of the Dark, uh, instead you have like twelve abilities split into three groups of four um and yeah your so your playbooks kind of determine three of these dots um and each of these red dots um is a dice so for example uh dragon scent slides uh don't get that they get consort <laughs> excuse don't mind me they get one point in consort and they get uh, two points in sway. So, uh, if during gameplay as it currently stands, uh, if 
Nate's dragon scent were to attempt to sway someone with honeyed honeyed words, um, you would roll two dice because you've got two pips. Um, however, you do get to assign another four pips across your stats. Now, uh, realistically, you're so like we, we should allocate two based on heritage or you know, lineage in our case and your background, um, which I think we've pretty much done. Um, but it is quite loosey goosey, and there are two that complete your free form. So, with that in mind. Uh, starting background again nate who like wh where are you putting your four other dots um so i am gonna put another little pip in consort okay as well so um, you, we can all go to a maximum of two to begin yeah. with uh from what i know from the rules yeah we can only do a maximum of two mm -hmm. um to go with a um i'm also gonna put a pip in survey as well Okay, yeah, one um, survey. So that's the the perception. Mm, pretty much, the just check, checking the area, seeing what's happening, checking the people in the area. Um, it's not so much like an insight sort of thing, it's more, as you said, sort of perception. Um, I'm also going to go with a pip in finesse, I think. Um, yes. That's so when that. you do the fancy, the fancy, fancy things. The fancy, you fancy. Go, Da -da. So it's a little bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like performance, I would say, yeah. um, finesse. And I'm also going to put my last pip in Prowl. I like to think that might be a little bit related to my background. Um, if I'm used to the underworld, then sort of a little bit of slight stealth will help me, sure. I think. Sure, amazing. Okay, so extra one in Consort, uh, and then one in Survey, Finesse, and Prowl. Um, so, marvellous. So we've got seven pips across your character sheet. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the, the 12 abilities are split up across three uh, categories, insight, prowess, resolve. Um, so uh, prowess is the kind of the more physical type of um, abilities. Resolve is the kind of the willpower and uh, mental fortitude. And uh, the insight is like the intelligence kind of comprehension style um and though you know insight prowess and resolve checks come in to the game at a later point um so we can see that where you've got two points in prowess and two points in resolve uh because you've got points in some of those skills you've only got one point in insight which to be fair is pretty much the case for everyone wonderful uh moving on down uh meg as a hey. as a cutter, let me flick to the cutter page. So cutters um, who deal with the most direct form of diplomacy, they start with two pips in skirmish and one pip in command. So skirmish is um, your ability to engage in slobber knockery, uh, and command is. Well, it's the, the forceful giving of instruction, <laughs> whether or not it's um, you're being friendly when you say it or not. Um, well, where are your other four pips going? Um, so I'm going to double down on command. Okay. Because uh, I think my character um, is, you know, part of their wolfkin background. They're very passionate. They um you know, they, they definitely know how to take control of, of the power in immediate situations. Okay. Um, I am also going to put two pips 
into consort. Okay. So that's the yeah consort being the the persuasion. Um, mm-hmm. But no consort is it's the it's the shoulder rubbing. It's the getting to know yous kind of thing. So it's a bit like persuasion, but that's also kind of yeah. sway at the same time. So yeah, consort two in consort. Yeah, doing consort because um, you know I think I think they uh, their background being you know very much of those those lower classes of those those factory working kind of things you know they they definitely they definitely know know their way around the sort of the streets and know their way around people and then I'm gonna put a little cheeky pip in sway because okay. nothing quite influences like the threat of violence. And I think that will definitely give them some sway in uh, certain okay. situations. Okay, very interesting. Okay, so three in resolve, one in prowess, and zero in insight. Uh, I can't imagine that will ever come to bite you in the bum. <laughs> we we will see once the dice start flying. Okay. <laughs> who very... who needs insight when you've got knuckles? Knuckle dusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Meg. So, uh, Errol, Whispers start with two pips in a tune, uh, which is uh, the ability to interact with um, like creatures of a magical disposition, um, spirits and whatnot, um, and also a pip in study. Um, mm-hmm. as the, You have to have some book smarts to not immediately get eaten by the ghosts or demons that you summon. You do indeed. So we get seven more pips to spend. Is that correct? Uh, four more or pips, so seven in four, total. Four, sorry. Four. Thank you. Because I was just writing down stuff and I was like, oh no, I've got too many things I want to spend. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So I feel I want to, similar to my friends, I'm going to double down into study. Yeah. We um, like them book smarts. We do. I'm also gonna put two pips in Tinker. Okay. Uh, so Tinker is like the invention stat, I guess. Yeah. Fiddle. It says fiddling with devices and mechanisms. Sure. I want to fiddle with things down. Sure. That um, <laughs> Um, and I think my last one, uh-huh. I feel like I want to put it in wreck. Okay. Okay. So, the the definition of wreck is something along the lines of dealing with something with uh, extreme amounts of violence. Uh, you use, unleash savage word, force. They use the word explosion in the description, so... Yes. 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 <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I guess the difference between Skirmish and Wreck, uh, in Skirmish you might punch someone, uh, but if you Wreck instead, then you tear a nearby door off its hinges and batter them with that instead. Um, Wonderful. Or, you know, throw a grenade at them. Um, Wonderful. Okay, so, two in Study, two in Tinker, one in Wreck, two in Attune. Very, very good. Uh, Swinging over to the other side again. Uh, Hello, JC. Uh, as a spooder, uh, you start with two in consort, 
and you start with one in study. Uh, where might the other four picks be going? So I'm definitely bumping study up to two. Okay, marvellous. Um, okay. I'm putting one in survey. Okay. And I'm putting one each in command and sway. Command and sway. Okay. Very interesting. So I guess, yeah, the, the whole thing about... Um, you know, spiders effectively being able to operate away from the front lines. Um, arguably, not really going to need the physical kind of stats all that often. So, yeah, very interesting. So, uh, I, was te- I was tempted for one in skirmish, but I think if that happens, I'll just let the dice decide. <laughs> and or next character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marvellous. Okay, so yeah, two in study, one in survey, uh, one in commands, two in consort, one in sway. Uh, last but not least, again, uh, hello, Julia. So, Lurk, hi, Lurks, uh, as befitting uh, their profession, start with two in Prowl and one in Finesse. That's correct. Um, where am I putting dots for the other four? So, I see this character as more of the sneaky infiltrator than the kind of aggressive assassin type. I think she'd rather get in and out quietly than confront anyone if at all possible. Sure. Um, I was tempted to put a second in finesse because everybody has put a second pip in something, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I, 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 there are too many other skills I want to be somewhat decent at. Yes. <laughs> so I've decided to put so under prowess i'd like a pip in skirmish because i do think even though she's not going out of her way to fight people if it does come to a confrontation she needs to be able to look after herself um uh i'm gonna put one in sway because Mm -hmm. i think as a noble as a lady who's had all that sort of deportment training and the like i think she probably would have learned how to talk to people and sort of manipulate and demand to a certain extent so i think that she's definitely got at least one in sway and then under insight i would like one in survey because as a lurk it's really good for her to be decent at Got to keep an eye out. Yeah. Keep an eye out, exactly. Casing places and all that. Um, And I would like the last one in Tinker, please, because she's going to be using her lockpicks a lot. Yes. And uh, wanting to be good at sort of that sort of thing. Amazing. Okay. So uh, we've got, yeah, one in Finesse, two in Prowl, one in Skirmish, one in Survey, one in Tinker, one in Sway. Very, very good. Uh, so that's our that's our character um, kind of spreads our ability score spreads as um, the missions crack on and as you start gaining experience um, in Blaze of the Dark, you choose you allocate like your experience points to various things so you can choose to level up your playbook, so slide cutter, whisper spider lurk, or you can choose to level up. Um, one of the three categories um so for example if uh, at some point um meg's character wants to get a point in wreck 
then you can allocate your experience points to prowess. And when that bar fills up, then you can put a new pip in. Um, nice and easy like that. Um, okay, so the, the playbook, um, in order to do the things that you need to do, um, the playbooks also give you access to um, special abilities. Um, and I think what we'll also do is we'll kind of flesh out the, the rest of the characters. So we'll go back around, uh, we'll talk about what which special ability from the list of choices we all choosing are. Um, but also we are, you know, these characters are more than their playbooks. Uh, they know people, you have to, in a criminal world. Um, so we're also going to discuss our close allies, our fated rivals, um, and your vice. How, what you turn to um, after a hard day's criminaling. Um, so, once again, starting background with Nate. Uh, which special ability are you going for as a side? Uh, all of them sounded really fun. <laughs> but um, That's the problem, isn't it? That's yeah, that is the problem. <laughs> but I think what will probably do my character one probably better and two would probably actually suit him very well being a dragon sense and dragon sense are not you know very common uh lineage i think i'm gonna go with cloat and dagger okay. so um when i use a disguise or other forms of con convert uh, misdirection um i get a one uh, extra dice on my roll okay Okay, yeah. Uh, when you throw off your disguise, the resulting surprise gives you the initiative mm. in the situation. Amazing. Okay. So, yeah, you're that much more, well, as inconspicuous as you can be. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little bit more. Okay, With a big amazing. dragon head. With a big old dragon snoot. Um, <laughs> okay, so who is... Uh, so, yeah, the, the close allies of Fated Rivals, these are two NPCs that you bring to the table. Um, that will just kind of get thrown into the blender along with the rest of you, um, you know. And you can turn to them; they'll, yeah, they'll have some development. So, who's like, what, what are we thinking for your close ally? What kind of so ideas are we bouncing? I think these will definitely make more sense as we talk about our characters' backgrounds as well. Sure. Um, but his close ally is going to be a one of the sex workers in the brothel uh called amber amber rose amber rose okay uh and is uh like is amber like the madame of the establishment no or? she's ju she's just one of the workers there she is a a Lurivar, um okay. worker amazing amazing um and who might your kind of fated rival be what you what have you got an idea for so his fated rival is going to be another uh, dragon scent who works okay. in the Church of Aya uh, called Dorothea. Dorothea. Okay, another dragon scent, eh? Um, and presumably, we'll find out uh, when we um, introduce your character properly why you and Dorothea might have beef. Mm. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, and last but not least, uh, your vice. After a hard day's work, what do you turn to? Um, so his vice is going to be pleasure. Um, oh. And that's going to be sort of different. It's going to be the pleasure of what he can get from people by using his rather silver tongue in many different senses of the word. I, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, the reason we look at vices um, is that one of the mechanics of Blades of the Dark is stress, um, which sort of part partly analogizes to like hit points in in D, &D. uh you can choose to do things that are out of the ordinary in exchange for stress um and fundamentally you will go through your career criminal lives um, managing your stress levels um if you go too high um your stress can evolve into something a bit more drastic um but you can also indulge your vices so in this case uh pleasure um you you do you do your pleasurable thing and then that reduces your stress ready for a new day um okay pleasure uh meg hello which uh <laughs> which brutish special ability have you gone for i mean really there was only one choice um, and I've gone with not to be trifled with. Okay. So that means that I can push myself to do one of the following. Perform a feat of physical force that verges on superhuman. Or engage a small gang on equal footing in a close combat. And I suppose my character definitely, definitely would have been like the last one standing in more than a few bar brawls and pub fights and nightclub skirmishes so uh so yeah they, they've definitely you know built themselves up as someone not to be trifled with in uh, in alicia okay so yeah you use the terminology push yourself um that is a thing that you can do so uh, in exchange for to stress um you're able to do the thing so usually you can get like extra dice uh, to add to your roll or you can get additional effects off the back of the roll um but in this case yeah when you push yourself um effectively it means that yeah you could square up to a, a gang of like eight people and be on equal footing with them as opposed to not being on equal footing with them okay amazing um without all of the context uh, who is your close ally and fated rival Okay, so my close ally is someone called Joshua Ormond, and uh, they are um, an ex-lover and also the organiser of an underground fighting ring in Elysia, which is somewhere that my character would have made a lot of their money early on on their career. Sure, okay. Um, uh, Joshua in the fighting bits, and yeah, who's your fated rival? My fated rival is someone from my character's childhood and past um, and their name is Caleb McNulty and they are kind of thinker, think Victorian like factory workhouses and uh, yeah Caleb's kind of the, the owner, the proprietor of uh, one of those places which is where my character grew up. Okay. Um, and how does your uh, cutter kick back? Oh, stupor. I've gone with stupor. But specifically, the oblivion only obtained by just pure, unadulterated violence. So I mentioned <laughs> those um, fighting rings earlier. Yeah. That's, where you'll, that's where you'll find them um, after a hard day's 
punching people is uh, punching more people. Punching more people. Okay, maybe yeah. for a bit of coin. Stupid. You seek oblivion in the abuse of drugs, drinking to excess, getting beaten to a pulp in the fighting pits, etc. <laughs> okay. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, so not to be trifled with Joshua Orman, Caleb Nolte, and Stupa. Um, what weird and wonderful ability is Errol's character going for? I still can't choose between two, so I'm going to leave it up to a d6. One to three, ritual. Four to six, strange methods. Strange methods. Strange methods. Okay, what's that do? Strange Methods allows me to invent or craft a creation with arcane features, which arguably is more useful to our gang, given that sure. we know roughly what our gang be doing. Sure. Okay. Ghost bombs! All the ghost bombs! <laughs> <laughs> um, I get one arcane design when we start, and then it's kind of up to, to uh, Benevolent DM GM to figure out how we... <laughs> may develop more arcane nuttiness. Yeah. No, amazing. So yeah, when you invent Fuck if okay, yeah, so that's that's gonna I mean that's free reign, isn't it? For all sorts of shenanigans. Okay. I mean I'll, I'm looking forward to and dreading that in equal measure. Uh Strange Methods, amazing. Um close allies, fated rivals. Um, so, Close Allies is a little bit more developed than the Fated Rival, mm. or the Rival. Um, so, the Close Ally is Asma, who is an elderly goblin woman who is a spirit trafficker. Um, she lives in the canals on a little houseboat. She's She's got big witch vibes. Um, sure. And a is... A uh, bigger than her. Definitely, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Pockets full of various mulches, uh, <laughs> all with a specific purpose. Um, sure. uh, big hair, like the biggest, like tightest curly, poofy hair. Um, yeah, and it's just like the person that my character went to when, you know, they were struggling. Sure. Okay. Uh, and is that ESMER, Esma? Uh, ASMA. Oh, ASMA. Big pun. Asthma. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, so, Asthma, uh, Goblin Witch, and uh, your fated rival. So, I think we decided that the fated rival is an uh, ex gang member from the gang that my character was very briefly in that okay. they made not good friends with. And the so. only notes I have is a name, Alejandro. Um, uh, I'll just spell that. <laughs> <laughs> um, A L E J A N D R O. Yeah. yeah. And all I have for them is uh, from the gang that my character is an ex member of fighter, bouncer, strong of arms, dumb of ass. Okay. Uh, amazing. Okay, so Asma and Alejandro. Uh, and, um, what is uh, what is your goblin's hobby? Weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> okay. What does weird mean? What does that look uh, like? 
Weird is, the book explanation of Weird is, you experiment with strange essences, consort with rogue spirits, observe bizarre rituals or taboos. Uh, and my character is, has a, uh, an involved relationship with the sphere slash yeah. the bubble. The slash, bubble. Yes. Bubble love. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so lots of, uh, experiments and um uh, tests and, and whatnot on on the nature of the of bubble okay amazing uh so strange methods asthma alejandro and weird vices um how does a uh, ace of our spider differentiate themselves from other ace of our spiders what special ability are we going for i'm keeping it simple to start with and going with foresight Twice per score, I can assist a teammate without paying stress, and I have to tell you how I prepared for this occasion. Okay. Uh, so, I guess if if we're if we're kind of imagining that your character is the one, uh, like looking at the map of the mission, <laughs> uh, I guess that's those cinematic cutaways um, where you've you've planned for this all along, right? <laughs> yeah. So it gives me basically two extra bits of stress to spend on a sort of flashback which I can help to um, give an extra dice to my teammates during one of their actions. Amazing, amazing. Um, okay, so uh, you can't be a spy in a war uh, without having made some close allies and fated rivals. Who do, what do they look like? So my ally is August Fairfax and he's my oldest friend from uh, private school okay um and he is a civil servant of some kind this character sheet suggests an architect um, but maybe sure. he's maybe he's a lawyer he's sort of like my contact for the government and also for the like network of old boys from the private school sure okay i'm loving that um and yeah who's whose toes have you stepped on um so for my rival i thought i would have um a rival blackmailer or an information broker and I only know her as Blackthorn and she's sort of like a female equivalent of my character and she's one of the few people um, in the city who I have absolutely no idea who she is and it drives me a bit uh, loopy but I'm also kind of excited by butting heads with her in the blackmail game. Sure. Okay, I'm getting real strong uh, Sherlock Moriarty vibes, uh, but perhaps it's not abundantly clear, uh, evidently clear who's who. <laughs> yeah, I sort of morally in between the two. Sure. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, what is your vice? Um, so I've circled weird because there is a sort of arcane connection. Uh, my character uses this arcane chemical. Um, to give him visions which he believes are premonitions of the future and he uses it to sort of get involved in um, the lives of ordinary people and sort of nudge the scales of fate and coincidence in their favour and it's basically reminding him um, why the people of Elysia are matter and are worth saving in these trying times. Sure, okay. Uh, that's a good point. What I'll quickly do uh, before we 
jump across to Julia is I'll specify specifically. Uh, so Nate's character, Pleasure. So it was like the uh, like emotional leverage specifically for Nate's character's voice. Hmm. Yeah. That's what we'll call it emotional leverage. Um, Meg's gonna stupor. Uh, Fight Club. Yeah, violence-induced adrenaline. Okay. Uh, weird bubble. Weird bubble. Okay, amazing. Uh, and then, yeah, premonition, like a fate twisting uh, kind of stress relief. That's interesting. That's very interesting. It would be fun to see how that pans out. Uh, Julia. Mm. How... What makes you the lurkiest lurk of all the lurks? <laughs> the lurkiest lurk that ever lurked. Um, yes. So, um, I... Again, all of them looked really good. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I decided... I've never played this game before, so I decided to go really basic. I'm just infiltrator. Sure. I'm real good at getting into things, basically. So, yeah, you are not affected by quality or tier... Uh, when you bypass security measures. So, yeah. yeah, one of the things that dictates how hard a dice roll is going to be is um, circumstance. Uh, I mean, if you had a high-quality lock or uh, tier reference, uh, refer references, like the, the kind of the level, the CR mm. of whatever it is that you're doing. Um, so, yeah, you ignore mm. all this... All, kind of disparities yeah. just going it on basically easy. I think you put it really well when you explained to me it's a bit like in Skyrim like if you come across a master lock and your lockpick's not high enough it'll say you can't even try whereas if what, no matter what the quality of the lock we could go into a bank and have the like oh my god this is a Heinemann 5 no, nobody can pick this and my character just goes watch me try Yeah. <laughs> and I don't necessarily I can't necessarily do it but I can at least have a go yeah. At the really, really hard stuff. And it would be, like, no... You wouldn't be disadvantaged compared to um, old... Like, old Toe Bob's toolbox lock. Like, I'm picking that either. Like, yeah, you, mm. can, you can give everything a fair shot. Okay, amazing. Right. In yeah. Infiltrator. Uh, who is your close ally? And who is your fated rival? So, for the ally, um, I think there is a... A former servant from her household who essentially taught her all of her lurky skills growing up, sure. but has been let go by the family because after the eschaton, uh, guess what? He, he's an ace of R and his eyes turned red. So the family kind of shooed him out. But my character has stayed in touch. And so he is one of her kind of contacts in the city. Um, I, I don't really... I. I didn't really have a name until two minutes ago because everyone was giving their allies and rivals names. So I'm like, yeah. ah, Samuel. His name's Samuel. Whatever. <laughs> Perfect, Samuel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll give we'll give poor old Samuel a surname in a bit. It's okay. So Samuel. Samuel. He'll, he'll have a surname one day. <laughs> um, your old, like one of your old, kind of butler types. Yeah. That's um, it. and a fated rival who so... doesn't like you. Well, my rival, I think, is going to be um, a lurk from another gang uh, okay. who I just kind of come across from time to time. He has a bit of a history of like swiping scores out from under me. He seems sure. to delight in 
peeing me off massively. Are we talking so, like finally cracking the safe just to find the empty bar and note? They're saying haha or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I think he's a bit of a poser. He calls himself the Raven. The Raven. The Raven. Yes. The middle name Raven. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Samuel and the Raven, um, and after, uh, yeah, after, uh, come, come 5 p.m. every day, uh, how do you relax? So, she's part of a noble family, and I went with duty, um, yeah. uh, partly because she kind of has to put an appearance in with her family fairly often, but I don't think they are her main duty. I think what she likes to do with her ill-gotten gains is um, contribute to charitable causes throughout the city. Okay. There seems to be a drive in her to try and make a difference with the money she has access to. Um, so I think that's what she spends a lot of her sure. resources on. Sure, yeah. I mean, it sounds... That's yeah similar to sort of like obligation but yeah so oh just... sorry is that what it's called obligation, obligation. yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it is a, a duty to you're devoted to a family a cause an organization it's a charity exactly. that's what I, that's yeah, the one. duty yeah, ob, yeah, yeah. Um, obligation yeah. um we'll, we'll leave obligation. it obligation okay charity bam mm. wonderful okay we have five crafted characters uh, we'll find out um, in a, a future video what, like, what exactly. We'll, we'll finish painting the picture, but we've got the out, we've got the outlines, we've got the sketches, um, and uh, yeah, we'll also drop some names uh, for them in the in, in the near future. But you aren't just five individuals floating around this city, lost in a sea of vengeful uh, spirits. You are a crew. You are a gang. You are a singular. Um, and the crew, uh, you know, much in the same that, uh, you know, you might, T Tommy, Thomas Shelby is, uh, is an important person, but is he more important than the Peaky Blinders? Who knows? We'll, we'll find out. Uh, we, the crew is basically a character in its own right. Uh, and we've, uh, kind of hashed out a couple of ideas for this. Uh, there's different types of kind of criminal enterprise that you're kind of known for. Um, so, uh, some of the one, you know, there's like, uh, Bravos, which are like, I don't know, like the Pinkertons. Um, there's assassins, there's, um, uh, cultists and, and all sorts. But we, what have we decided we're going for? Hands on buzzers. Yeah. We've decided that we're going to be smugglers. We are smugglers. Okay, and we're not just any sort of smugglers. Uh, what reputation have we decided? Uh, Meg, you, back of the class. Yes. Hello. Hello. What reputation? What's... Oh, my gosh. You've put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... See, this is the acquisition of stress right here. You're going to have to yes, it head is. down to the Fight Club later. Oh, my um, gosh. We, we are, are savvy. <laughs> yes, right? we are savvy yes. smugglers. We are savvy. So yeah, we are we are known as a group of individuals. Um, so we we've yeah kind of discussed through the um, the, the particularities of 
Alicia, uh, and given what we know of the background so far, um, you're known as being very kind of savvy. Uh, smugglers of sort of like arcane contraband, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, so things that uh, certain people within the city would rather you not have. Um, you are professionals at acquiring those things and then moving them through, well, moving them through the city primarily, uh, but especially with like a lurk and a, uh, a spider with all their no watts and a, uh, a goblin that knows what those watts, no watts are. Um, and uh, a dragon scent who can butter people up to find out where they are and then a cutter to go in and punch everyone in between you and it. Uh, yeah. Arcane Contraband, Savvy. Um, you have to have a home base. Every gang needs a lair. Uh, what lair are we, have we landed on? Uh, so we decided that uh, my character has inherited um, a family townhouse or manor in a sort of haunted, semi-abandoned area of the city. So, yeah, uh, again, in a future video, we'll go through the various districts in the city to uh, introduce you um, to the various facets of Alicia. Yes, uh, like an abandoned, uh, I guess, yeah, abandoned manor. Uh, very um, Wayne Mansion slash the Batcave vibes going on there, I would, I would argue. Um, and... Uh, your hunting grounds is where you tend to operate uh, like the small patch of turf that you primarily operate in. Um, so, uh, yeah, who 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 remembers uh, what hunting grounds we picked? We picked so the we've... night market. Yes, we? so the night market analogy. So, um, yeah, effectively... Uh, uh, well, a, a, a tavern, a, a bar, a, you know, a, a place of drinking and debauchery called the Spectre um, in a, uh, a like a middle class gentrificationed um, people with more money than they know what to do with. So they only really kind of do weird or uh, morally ambiguous things with... Um, yes, uh, the Spectre is a, uh, a an establishment within there, uh, and we yeah, we kind of had this idea for a prohibition secret bar place where you you know deliver these arcane contraband items that you've gathered from around the city. Um, cool. So much in the same way that uh, you all have special abilities, the crew also. Um, gets a special ability uh, so anyone that joins the crew because NPCs can be part of it as well um, they uh, kind of all have this special ability so we've decided on so you get two to begin with and we've decided on all hands uh, which means during kind of downtimes you're able to do um, more stuff basically uh, let me Look to it means our cohorts can do more stuff so like the npcs we hire that's it that's it, that's it. so yeah they're, they're not just sitting around um wasting wasting away the hours so 
Uh, 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 there we are. Yeah, so during downtime, one of your cohorts may perform a downtime activity for the crew to acquire assets, reduce heat, or work on a long-term project. So normally that's some that's stuff that you would be expected to do. Uh, be yeah, one of your cohorts. So some of your minions can do that for you. Um, and there were two others that we were weighing up. We hadn't quite made a decision on. Uh, one is called Just Passing Through, and the other is called Leverage. So Just Passing Through, uh, during downtime, you take minus one heat. Uh, so heat is the... Effectively, it's like the star, the wanted stars from GTA. So ideally, you want as little heat as you can. But enough heat that people know it was you, so your reputation goes up. Because if you get no heat, no one knows you did it. Um... But yeah, just passing through, you take less heat. Uh, when your heat is four or less, you get extra dice to deceive people. When you pass yourselves off as ordinary citizens, whereas leverage, your crew supplies illicit goods for other factions. Your success is good for them. Whenever you gain reputation, gain an additional reputation. So the idea being, presumably, that as you're going around town procuring these uh, things, um... All factions, even your enemies, will know that should they need something gotten and smuggled, they could turn to you because your reputations precede you. So, yeah, what I are we thinking? I certainly like the infamy aspect of the second one. You know, I think it's quite cool us being sort of like this infamous gang that can just procure anything and everything. Sure, okay. Add, uh, add some street cred to our modus operandum. Okay, that, that's fair. That's a, that's a good shout. Um, I mean, so that's the that's the pro leverage argument. Who who wants to take the pro just passing through position, and then we'll put it to a democratic vote. No one's feeling Ooh. too hot on just passing <laughs> through. It would seem. <laughs> I didn't mind the sound of just passing through, but yeah, depends well, on if whether anyone else has strong feelings either way. Yeah, effectively, I mean, they are kind of two sides of a coin, isn't it? Like less notice or more notice. <laughs> I, have, I have a question, Dan. Yes, I have an answer, Errol. Is is it likely that people know the name of our gang, but not necessarily who comprises of our gang, names-wise? Because I feel like I would go towards leverage if that is the case, mm. from a personal character point of view. But if people are like, oh, gang X and the name and blood type and date of birth and social security <laughs> number sure. of each member. Sure, 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 sure. So I would argue, um, so the gang has a tier level mm. uh, like your crew will have a tier level as that goes up that shows you know, you've got more clout within the city um so i suspect you know you start at tier zero so if you have the leverage ability i suspect it would be like in the circles that whispers pass through um mm. there will be discussion of like oh there's some people working out of that you know out of that district um, and if you need something, they can get it for you. Um, but then they might not necessarily know you until you turn up, kind of thing. 
Um, but certainly if you get to sort of like higher tiers, then someone will take one look at you and go, oh, you're the goblin from that crew. Mm. So... Lef Leverage feels more spicy. How spicy do we want to be? I'm always yeah, up for spicy. Just sort, yeah. just sort of like low to high levels of spice. How many to... chili peppers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mecha yeah. Mechanically as well, reputation is the way that our crew gets more turf. So if we're getting twice the reputation every time, then we're going to get more turf quicker, which might be yeah. good for a campaign. Yes, that's that's very true. Um, and for the smugglers, turf um, is effectively like a uh, like what you like lines of contraband kind of thing. Uh, from from what I understand, yeah. Instead of hunting grounds, you have cargo types. Um, so yeah, maybe, turf helps expand on that. Maybe as a group we should like work on a little graffiti tag that we use to sort of, you know, claim our turf. A little you business know? card that you little, leave little business, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what is our gang name? We didn't quite come up with anything, we, uh, did we? Um, we haven't come up with one. We yet. haven't. The bombastic bubble gang. How could we <laughs> the BBG, how could we turn that into a into a little graffiti <laughs> tag? Been? Julia's um, rival was the crow, right? Or something the raven. Raven, raven, the raven, sorry. And you had a rival that was the... Uh, JC, you had a rival that was like the... The black thorn. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe a dead bird with like yeah. thorns in it. <laughs> like Ooh. would really like, you know, and to also, our... Um, <laughs> a little thing I wrote was that my character's mother was a falconer. She used to breed falcons and the... <laughs> There's still like remnants of that around the house. Um, oh, okay. Bird skull. Yeah. Graffiti bird skull. You've that. been robbed by, and then little bird skull, peppered with thorns. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. You've been hit by. You've been hit by <laughs> a smooth criminal. Ba -bum, ba -bum, we, get, bum. we get caught because we're like elaborately okay. I just need to finish this <laughs> 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 to place the feather and the skull. <laughs> Um, it sounds like we, I mean, listening to all that, it sounds like we're, we're swaying towards leverage <laughs> for the, uh, yeah, the, the go hard or go home side of criminal enterprise. Okay. So we've got all hands and leverage. So, uh, you, there'll be no idle thumbs among your, your minions and people know of you um okay amazing uh the crews also get upgrades um as smugglers you automatically get um training prowess so uh, earlier i mentioned that when you get xp you can allocate it to various parts of your character sheet um as smugglers given it's such a, a physical job um if you allocate an xp to your prowess track you add two instead each time uh, so you train up your prowess skills twice as fast um you also get a free vehicle which can be a boat or a carriage um so either is usable um alicia has a network a canal network and a large river that runs well, a chunk of a large river that runs through it um but what what are we thinking uh i'll be going by by water or by cobblestone? 
Um, I do quite like the idea of a boat. Yeah. Boat is cool. Yeah. Can we have a boat, but we paint wheels on like the side of it, so we try and like <laughs> make it look like a carriage when it's out of the water. Are we going to put like go faster um, flames on it as well? I mean, well, yeah, you've gone for leverage, so all kind of uh, inconspicuous ideas have gone out the window. I kind um, of feel bad for Julia's character because Julia's character is like, oh, I'm gonna get little, noticed. Little bit. Effectively, it's like, it'd be like James Bond turning up to a secret mission, but like in a car with hydraulics. <laughs> um, okay, well, I, I kind of feel like there there's still room for plenty because there's there's a difference between like being being known and like being it's like being famous and being infamous and you can yeah. be infamous without really being famous. known like mm -hmm. you know you'll be known by your alias by your calling card by what you leave behind at a crime scene but no one will actually necessarily know you as the person yeah. the individual they call him strider he's one of them rangers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i I see where you're going from. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay, so we've got prowess, a training prowess, we've got a canal boat. Um, we, to save us all some time, we put it to a vote, and we're also, uh, from this abandoned manor uh, of ours, we've got, uh, everyone's got their own quarters, uh, so they can sleep at the hideout. Um, and there's a workshop in there, uh, which will come in very handy for... Uh, people like Errol's Goblin with the, the, the arcane craftsman, crafting bits. Um, yeah, training grouse, canal boat, quarters, and workshop. Uh, last but not least, uh, much like yourselves, uh, your crew will also have a friend and a foe. So, uh, we've all kind of figured out who the friend is. Um, the threat, that being the uh, lovely gent that runs the spectre. Who is a um, a long in the tooth, old and wizened uh, Sanguivar. Um We don't have a name for him yet, so we'll just put Mister Spectre for now. Daddy Spectre. <laughs> uh, so, Daddy Spectre, um, and <laughs> uh, we haven't really figured out a foe. Now, if between the five of you, there's like an idea that's been formulating that you think, oh, it'd be really cool if our, like, our crew rival is blur. Um, but if there's not like a common consensus, that is 100% something I can come up with myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like there's a few of us at least who have some kind of beef with the Church of Aya. Yeah. So it could be connected to that, but otherwise, okay. I don't. That's my idea. Yeah. How 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 are we feeling about that idea? Especially either that, either that, or it's a different um, a different gang. Well, yeah. Um, I was thinking of a, a, a gang maybe. Considering that, at least I think at least three of us have rivals who are potentially in different gangs. We've we've got the Raven, Blackthorn, and uh, Alejandro. Mm. So potentially, uh, the strands of fate could tie all those three together into just yeah, 
just like the 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 mirror image, the like the black mirror version of you, all of you. Ooh, that does sound the, juicy. The um the the War Dogs Inc. compared to the Warhounds Limited. It all squares compared to us <laughs> cool kids. Okay, you know what? I'm thinking I'm liking that, and um, I mean you're, you're absolutely right, JC. Like they're going through some of the ideas that have been thrown around. There's um there's a lot of anti-church sentiment um like church bias sentiment so there could definitely be a, a link between your rival and like that faction mm. um okay so i'm just gonna put like rival crew mm. for now yeah in brackets um, total squares total squares <laughs> Bam. the the busted bubble Boobies. <laughs> I was going to say the, the the crew name is Total Squares, but uh, yeah, Total Squares. That's, <laughs> that's a, a working uh, Total Squares is way better. <laughs> okay. And we could be the triangles because it's the strongest shape. Hey. Ooh. Wouldn't you want to be circular because of bubble? It's such a nerdy way to like deflect someone calling you a square. It's like actually I'm a triangle because it's the strongest shape. <laughs> Arguably the most square thing you could say in that instance. Um, and that's when my character punches you in the face for being <laughs> a nerd. Um, amazing. Okay, so we've got the skeletons of our five characters. We've got um, the outline of our crew. Um, the next step would be to kind of flesh them all out um, and kind of really kind of drill into what it is that grounds them in the streets of uh, Elysia. Uh, but now is not the time for that. Uh, there will be, uh, that'll be in future videos. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Dragon Scent Slide, Wolf King Cutter, Goblin Whisper, Ace of Our Spider, Ace of Our Lurk. Uh, we'll see what they look like. Uh, in their completed forms um, but until that time uh, if you like the video make sure to hit the like button and comment down below on who uh, which of these characters is piquing your interest the most um, and also if you've got uh, any ideas for, for the crew names make sure to chuck those down below um, and if you're excited and keen to see what this campaign is going to shape up to look like um, if you haven't already make sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell icon for notifications of when uh, we do new releases because uh, this will be coming out very regularly when it hits your screens um, so I, I wouldn't want you to miss out you know you know like the, the, the life of a criminal is fast paced um, gotta, gotta keep up with it so, thank you all for watching. Uh, thank you all for character creating. Um, see you next time. Ta-ra! Bye! Bye. Bye. Bye.